Hello and welcome to Friday Night Fright Presents Comic Book Calvacadia 2020. Man, we're going to have some fun this month. Every episode in May, every day in May, there's going to be a brand new episode. It's going to be a mini review of a comic book movie. Yay, can't wait, hyped. So it's going to cover the gauntlet. It's going to be loads of MCU stuff. There's going to be some DC stuff probably. Uh, might be some off stuff. There's going to be Flash recaps of Flash Season 2 every Tuesday. Um, so it's going to be four or five of those, depending on how many Tuesdays are in May. But it's going to be tight, because they've all got a week off. Yay! Anyway, this is the intro comic for Cavcadia. So you hear this every day of the week, and then you'll hear an intro for the movie that I'm covering that day. Or TV show. Ooh, scary! Anyway, I'll be back after a brief word from our sponsor. So, on to Marvel's Black Panther, a movie which... Look, I'm not going to say problematic is the right word for it because I don't think the idea of it was problematic. But unfortunately, Marvel does have a small percentage of its fan base who are, for lack of a better word, horrible human beings. Um, they deny their sexist, they deny their racist, they deny that they discriminate or that they have a fascination for Aryan white heroes. But they do essentially. And the reason I said Black Panther is problematic is there's always chance that these people, for lack of a better term, will have some impact on box office and potentially not allow us to see the trilogy of the Black Panther character that we should deserve to see. Luckily, these people were ignored roundly and the movie was praised on release and under a billion dollars. So, yay, progress if a Progression is cool. Look, here's the thing about what these people don't understand. Marvel was based on diversity, and okay, yes, a lot of it was rooted in culture of time, taking taking advantage of cultural pro- approximation and appropriation, and looking at where things were going and reacting accordingly, like any business. But they still did it. They still introduced classic characters like Black Panther, a female Captain Marvel. And lots of other characters, Luke Cage, example, who rose above their beginnings and became somewhat iconic. So, you know, you've got to give Marvel props for that. And I remember at the time thinking Black Panther was really, really good. It's directed by Ryan Coogler, a.k.a. Guy Who Made Creed, a.k.a. which I loved, a.k.a. The Guy Who Made Fruitvale Station, which I haven't watched, but I'm sure it's really, really, really good. And it's probably too good of director to waste his time making super movies besides to anyway and he by all accounts at the time made a really 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 good one. But does it hold up to Ian Austin's personal standards? Well you'll find out in just a second. So, Black Panther then, it's a fantastic movie. Big surprise, I know, Ian, oh, he's a Marvel show. He just loves all Marvel movies. Well, in this case, it's genuinely a really good movie. In fact, to be honest, it's probably the best made of all of the Marvel movies in general. I'm a huge fan of James Gunn's work on Guardians of Gats. I'm a huge fan of Daiko Wahiti's work for Ragnarok. But this is just incredible. Incredible directing. Ryan Coogler is coming not to just make a mere Marvel movie. A mere Marvel movie sounds like an insult, but it's not. No, he's made a proper movie, which actually has something to say. I know it's going to sound strange as I'm a podcaster with a purveyor pervade interest in slocky horror movies and see superhero movies, but I like 
genuinely really great movies sometimes. Not too often, but sometimes I really do. I don't always appreciate them at the time. I know I wasn't a fan of the Irishman cinema, for example. But I am someone who likes good movies. I... I believe or not, I do actually have a degree, two degrees in movie studies and script writing. So you know, I'm. I like to think that I've got somewhat of an affinity for classic cinema, and I think Black Panther is nearing up there. I know a lot of people would double take at that and say, "No, it's not. It's a mere super movie." But I would argue that they said that. About westerns at one point, and yes, there are elements of Black Panther movie which don't work. I'm not too fond of the action. Um, some of it's a bit goofy and a bit CGI heavy, but sometimes you have to look outside of the mere visage, visage, if you were of the movie, and view it a bit differently. What Black Panther does is bring a strong sense of character and social change. Not social change, social awareness to movies. It's just clearly a movie dealing with the African country, of fictional African country of Wakanda, but also looking at the broad spectrum of civil rights in America and these round the world. And obviously I'm not an expert in such things. I'm a a 35-year-old white guy from Aylesbury, England, you know, so I don't exactly claim to be an expert on civil rights or... The experiences of people who've been through that sort of horrible, horrible change of society. Not, not, not it's horrible change. I mean, the horrible time they went through. No, I'm no expert on that. I'm privileged. <laughs> you know, there's no two ways about it. But I love seeing movies like this because it just allows you to view a different culture, a different experience, to see things for a different viewpoint direct same sense and okay they're not always great i wasn't the biggest fan of moonlight for example technically brilliant though it was it didn't quite hit me because that wasn't my experience but i appreciated watching it and i appreciated the fact that it was made differently to the movie how move would be made if some white guy white director white male director made it and that's why i think marvel cinematic universe needs more viewpoints and i like the fact that this movie clearly has a viewpoint which is not the usual one now we've been all too easy to make black panther and just make a silly super movie and you know loosely touch on aspects of african culture rather than a super movie which dwells in it and this is the same thing I was saying earlier about the um, some of the quote-unquote Marvel fans who don't want to see this sort of diversity in Marvel movies because they just want their white leads who apparently have been oppressed over the decades. Where, you know, they we haven't... If anything, we've been given too much. You know, it's nice to see super movies from different perspectives... And probably the best thing about Black Panther is it feels authentic. It genuinely feels authentic to the extent where the villain is wrong in how far he wants to go, but he's not wrong with how he feels or how he's been treated in the slightest. It's definitely a more grown-up Marvel movie in which in which we don't the villain is only slightly worse than the hero if that makes any sense 
and it's very growing up in that regard because it's pointing out, you know, there are bad guys, there are good guys, but you know, not flat characterizations. There's some complex characterization going on here, anchored by some stunning performances and really, really good writing. And yeah, and then it goes into the um, the fight sequences, uh, which are a bit sloppy and not necessarily what movie aim for it's a bit like you you watch some Tarantino's movies and the build up's fantastic and then it, it invariably ends in shootouts which there's nothing wrong with that and he does some really weird but you just wish sometimes there'd be a bit more of a clever ending something like Doctor Strange where they use they weaponize the themes inherent through movie and then use them during the ending it wasn't just Doctor Strange fighting Dormammu hand to hand it was we're going to come up with an interesting way for this movie to end and the fights aren't particularly inspiring in this movie but then the final conversation between the two characters T'Challa and um shit I can't remember I've got Michael Michael Jordan's character sorry I can't remember his name that's terrible but what can do but final exchange between two of them is fantastic and really resonant and has some incredibly powerful lines which really stick with you long after the movie's ended not names but rhymes but they're lines even so yeah i really enjoyed it and i think it's definitely one of the stronger marvel movies not quite as fun as the other ones but very cool there are some good action sequences in there just final ones a tad overdone if anything got what they're going for but oh, didn't quite put stick land in terms of the action but the effingist characterization of like definitely stuck landing and ways they took some problematic parts from the comic book and they managed to pull them off so very good very good can we give it five out of five could I I mean because of the action, 4.5 out of 5, I guess, it's only action laying it down, and that's it, if it had better action, it'd be 5 out of 5, as it stands, it's by far the best Marvel movie, in almost every way, except the action aspect, you know, I, I guess it can't be a perfect movie name, or a classic movie name, but it's very, very, very good, and I think they are out those kinks, will definitely be much higher rated in the future, and, if they can keep up the moral ambiguity, moral complexity as well, it'll be very good. Anyway, next up is Avengers Infinity War. Yay! So I'll be back tomorrow with that review. And until then, remember, life is beautiful.